Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Thursday, May the 20th, and sadly, we come off. Uh, Phillies lost yesterday, and, you know, just frustrating. We talked a couple days ago, coming off that win against the Marlins, the game, you know, down one nothing in the 7th, in the 8th, you know, you're down 3-1, and, and they fight back, and they have that 7-run inning, and it feels like a galvanizing moment for this team, and coming off the weekend against Toronto, and the Segura-Girardi stuff, and Girardi's frustration spilling over and Girardi calling out his team on Saturday night saying catch the ball saying this kind of stuff's not acceptable at this level and you you hope and we talk about it you hope that that's the kind of thing that is going to again galvanize this group of guys that's going to give them some sort of lift some sort of push some sort of momentum to to Fight through some games, man. To to go on a streak, to get some timely hits, to get some timely pitching. And yet again last night, like just like this Phillies team seems to do day after day, week after week, year after year, it seems they just continue to regress to the mean, continue to get back to that 500 team, continue to find ways to not get wins where they should get wins against the Marlins. Like it's, and I know, look, tonight, you hope they can win the series. The pitching matchup certainly is not in their favor. Obviously, you know, Vinny's been good lately, but Sandy Alcantara is a damn good pitcher. Um, you know, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating because this Marlins team, as we've talked about, has been such a symbol of the Phillies' frustration the last few years, their inability to get past this Marlins team, to get through this Marlins team, to win games consistently against this Marlins team has almost been like a um, a sign of who they truly are. You know, it's almost like this team can't get past the Marlins and thus can't get past being this 500-ish club, you know? And, and it's like almost like the Marlins are just this symbol of, of what the Phillies are, of their mediocrity, almost, as it were. And, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating because you want to see this team put some stuff together. You know, they are talented enough they're certainly more talented than the Marlins and you look at a team like the San Francisco Giants and look we'll go through the standings a little bit because we haven't taken a detailed look at the standings um, in a while but when we go through the standings you'll find out that San Francisco Giants have the best record in the National League and they are uh, 
also the team with the best record in baseball. The San Francisco Giants. The best record in baseball. They're 27-16. and 16. Yes, it's Gabe Kapler's team, but that's beside the point. It's not, this is not Kapler point. This is the San Francisco Giants point. This is the point of a team that is flat out less talented than the Phillies. It is. Now, they play fundamental baseball. They play defense. They get good pitching from the bullpen, all that type of stuff. Like, they are finding ways to win baseball games in which this Phillies team isn't. You know, the Phillies team is more talented, and yet they don't find ways to win games. They don't find ways to get on a roll, and and it's so incredibly frustrating. It really is because it just feels like the ceiling of this Phillies team is so limited when they can't put a bunch of good games together, where they can't put streaks together. And it, it, you know, it continues to to remind you of the Phillies teams we've seen the last few years. You know, this year was supposed to be different, and it started with the guys in the clubhouse, right? We talked about it early in the season: the Reese Hoskins comments, the Bryce Harper comments, all these guys basically, you know, saying, intimating, inferring, "Hey, it's time, guys! It's time." This group has been together long enough. This is the time. We need to make a run. It's playoff time, boys. Playoff time. Gals, like, that's where we're at. It's go time. You got the manager you paid a bunch of money for. You brought in Dombrowski to fix up the roster. You have some big-time players on this team. Bryce Harper, JT Romuto, Aaron Nola. I mean, all among the best in in the sport at their positions and all that. You should have enough. To compete. And look, you know, we've talked, and we'll get into last night's game, and we'll look at the standings and all that stuff, but, um, you know, you look at this team, and, you know, they're they're clearly flawed, as we've talked about many times, and I think in terms of a, you know, true World Series contender, a true team that's going to really threaten to win a World Series without changes to the roster without some moves being made. I I don't think they are that. I don't think they're good enough. But from a pure talent perspective, they are definitely talented enough to be a playoff team, to certainly be a playoff contender. They can be that. It's just the inconsistency and the stupid mistakes and the frustrating baseball that continues to hold them back. And, you know, look, Trevor Rogers, the dude they faced last night, is a damn good pitcher, and he pitched really well against them. But just to, to, again, be unable to get anything going offensively, you know, it's, it's, it seems like this team just can't get on a roll, and that's the one thing that's supposed to, again, carry this team, as we've talked about so many times. Only one run last night that comes on Andrew McCutcheon Homer, who, by the way, McCutcheon's been awesome. Six homers in May. You know, we talked so much about the concerns with the team offensively during that first month of the season, and Andrew McCutcheon was such a, you know, outside of center field, probably the biggest complaint from people, the biggest concern. Oh, McCutcheon's cooked. It's over. It's done. Well, it doesn't look like it, which is really good. You know, the guy in the leadoff hole is, is hitting again. His OBP's up to 357. Remember when we were talking about McCutcheon with an OBP in the twos? It's up to 357. You know, McCutcheon's really turned it around. Six homers in the month of May. So that's a positive. That's something to look for. But again, that was it last night. I mean, Hoskins had a couple hits. Ronald Torres a couple hits. And, and that was it. You know, one hit Segura, one hit Oduble, and that was it. Unable to 
yet again, I mean, consistently, night after night after night after night, this team gets runners on base and doesn't bring them home. It is, it is perplexing to watch this team with runners on base. It feels like runners on first and second, no outs, the Phillies are more likely to not score a run than score a run. And of course, I don't have the numbers. That's anecdotal. But that's what it feels like, right? I mean, you guys watch this team every night. Don't you feel when the Phillies get runners on base that they're not going to score? More often than not, it feels like when the Phillies get runners on base, they're unable to convert. They're unable to bring those guys around. And it's a real problem for this team. Again, offensively, you know, that's that's where you're – Real concerns lie, and and I know, look, DD's been out, um, now he's on the IL, and obviously when he was there has, has struggled. Uh, we don't know how much of an issue that elbow's been when playing. Um, I'm sure it's a, you know, it's a hindrance. I mean, it's, it's got to be. I'm sure it is, but um, DD struggled while playing now on the IL. Obviously, that's an issue, but JT should be back soon, hopefully. Um, not an IL-worthy injury, but obviously is out, missed a few games, hasn't been really available to pinch hit or anything. So you hope to get JT back, that should help. But look, you got Segura, you got Harper, you got Hoskins. Boehm, who's struggling, is in the lineup at least. McCutcheon's better. Like, this this lineup has to be better. And look, Odubo Herrera, and we all know how I feel about Odubo Herrera. Flat out not a fan. I don't want him on the team. But if we're just forgetting the other stuff and just talking production-wise, I mean... He's been better in center field. The center field position has not been the hole it was. Odubel's batting 271 on the season. Now he's still an incredibly frustrating baseball player to watch and the sliding into first base and the bone-ended plays and the bad roots on balls and the poor decisions, that's all there. And that's why I'm not a huge fan of him as a player, much less the off-the-field stuff, which you know how I feel. But, you know, you can't say he's been killing him. Now, you know, the, the slugging at 386 is, is far too low. You know, not a robust number. But compared to what they were getting in center field, he's batting 271. I mean, that's empirically better. You know, Nick Maton, still batting 310. You know, when given opportunities, he has come through, and, you know, you don't know how long they can carry on for, but it's been a bright spot. It's got to be the other guys. I mean, this team has to find a way to start to to get some big hits. And Alec Bohm, Bohm, look, he's had about as frustrating a season as I can remember early on. I mean, he has hit the ball hard, it seems like. 20 times that have resulted in outs of one form or another. He is smoking the ball to the wrong places, to the wrong spots, or getting unlucky with bounces off the wall and getting thrown out second. Maybe not pure unlock, probably smarts there too, but um, it just hasn't worked for Bowman. The double plays, man, Alec Bowman is hitting, I, I believe the number is 11 double plays this season, and it feels like, again, anecdotally, but it feels like every single one has been important, right? It feels like... Every single double play has been soul-crushing that Alec Bohm has hit into. And look, Bohm's just flat out not been good enough. He's batting 224 with a 254 OBP and a 342 slugging. I mean, that is a absolutely horrendous stat line. I mean, that's an OPS under 600. I mean, that's a yikes. 0 for 4 last night, two strikeouts. Bohm looks just lost right now. And you could tell with the frustration spilling over and Look, I believe in Alec Bohm as a hitter. I believe in him long-term. You have to be concerned right now, right? I mean, he's hitting the ball hard. That is something where you feel like, all right, it's going to start to click. At a certain point, he's going to start finding some holes, some some hits will have some eyes and all that type of stuff. And then, you know, again, it really does feel like, you know, 
it's too simplistic to say if Alec Boehm starts hitting, this offense will be much better, but it does feel like if Alec Boehm starts hitting, it will make a drastic difference for this lineup, right? You know, especially because it does seem like he has had a lot of opportunities with runners on base that just have not been converted. And, um, you know, and, and again, I think it's, look, it's not all Alec Boehm's fault. You know, this lineup as a whole outside of Harper and Romuto when he's been playing uh, and Segura, you know, for the most part has been subpar or, or less, you know, and, you know, they've gotten some time that's when needed. And look, they are 22 and 21. That's the funny thing of what we're talking about is as frustrating as they've been as the, again, you know, the way we think about and talk about this team, it does feel like they, you know, are, are 10 games under 500, you know, and they're one game over, which is honestly shocking and, and a good thing for this team. If they can correct these types of mistakes, again, some of this stuff is talent based, but some of it is just focus and, and attention to detail and, you know, playing the game the right way and all these types of things that, that matter. And, you know, we need to see more of that. And particularly from this Phillies lineup, again, last night, just unable to get anything going. Trevor Rogers, seven and two-thirds, gives up the one run on the McCutcheon homer, eight strikeouts for Rogers, only five hits, two walks allowed, so seven base runners, and Jimmy Garcia comes in and shuts it down in inning in two-thirds, uh, gives up two hits, but gets out of it. As the Phillies just weren't able to put anything together, Eflin wasn't bad, you know, it just... It just didn't work out for Evelyn, but six innings, only two earned runs, six hits, no walks, six strikeouts. Like, that's a a real solid outing. You know, not great, not amazing, but a, a solid outing for Evelyn. And, you know, when your starter gives up six innings, goes six innings, gives up two runs, you should win those games. You know, you should find ways to win those games. The bullpen gives up one. Brandon Kinsler struggled, but Coonrod came in, looked great. Brogdon had a clean inning. Suarez had a clean inning. Um, But they just weren't able to get anything going. And uh, the pitching was good enough. You know, you give up three runs to the Marlins, you should win that game. You should find a way to win that game. And the Phillies just couldn't. Yet again, only putting up the one spot. And it wasn't enough. And again, I think this game is just emblematic of, of this team this season. You know, is this team that, that can't seem to get over the hump. They can't seem to string good games together. They can't seem to use... Things as motivation and come together and look, we've talked about it, but it definitely feels like there's a leadership void on this team. It feels like there's a lack of direction. I think it's Girardi and I think it's the the veteran players on this team. Like there, there has to be some sort of change in that department. This team feels rudderless at times. You know, again, I think the inability to get on a roll. And we know it like, right. When you're watching a great baseball team and look, it's been a long time here in Philadelphia since we have can say that we've watched a great baseball team play baseball, but we remember what it's like. And we've seen other great teams, you know, <laughs> the last decade across baseball and stuff. And you know, when you're watching a good baseball team, like things click, right. And, uh, there's a, an energy around that team, you know, whether they're at home or on the road, there's just a, a palpable energy that is coursing through that team where you know, you know, Pedro Felice is going to get a hit in this spot, or you know, up, up, Utley will take care of it, or whatever. Like, you know, you know that this team is going to get it done. You have a faith, a belief in late innings, in tough spots. You know, you see the camaraderie among the guys. You see the the fire, right? You see that energy. You see those guys who say, we're not losing tonight. I'm not letting this happen. I'm not letting this go down this way. Like they don't 
it feels like they don't have those guys. And you need that in a clubhouse for sure. And on top of that, like Girardi, you know, if they're if that's not there, he needs to find a way to fill that void. And again, I, I did love seeing frustration from Girardi. I love that he let loose on that Saturday night after the game talking about catch the ball and all that. And I love that. You know, the Segura thing happened, and then, you know, whether or not it was the right way to handle it, I, I like that he let the frustration show in the press conference. It's the first time all season we've seen Girardi show something like that. You know, it seems like he's been, until then, so fine with, you know, the lackadaisical play, the this, the that. Like, he, it seems like he's excusing it. And you know he's not, but, like, he's... The, the image he's putting out to the world is of one who you know, isn't as, as frustrated as we are. And, and finally we see him feel like we, we feel like he is as frustrated as we are with what he's seeing, as frustrated as we are with this team, the way they play. And, you know, I, I wanted that to carry over. I want them to beat the pants off the Marlins. And especially after that first game, like, look, if they come out tonight and they whoop the Marlins butts and they put up runs against a good pitcher like Sandy Alcantara and Vince pitches well again, like, Okay, they won two of three. I'm not going to, you know, I said coming into the series, win two of three. That's all you ever ask for. Now, it'd be nice if they could actually, you know, handle the Marlins for real sometime, but that's a separate discussion, a separate issue, right? Like, uh, win two of three. So if they win tonight, you know, I will I will back off and I will say, all right, they, they did a good job. They won this series. But it's still frustrating when you know that that they had a chance to win that game last night and the same issues keep presenting themselves, the same struggles offensively. And obviously, you know, that's, and that's the thing is like, it's, it's one night, it's the offense. The next night it's the defense. And another night it's your fourth, fifth start or whatever. It's that this team is, as I've said so many times, they're not good enough to give up outs offensively or defensively. Like they're not, they're not good enough for that. They need to win on the margins. They need to take advantage of these types of things and it, it just again it it doesn't feel like they do and 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 look you can feel it when you're watching the games to the point i made before like you watch this team you don't feel confident and i know that they monday night excuse me tuesday night they did it against the Marlins, right like they that game that all of us thought oh they're definitely losing this 3-1 in the eighth this is over they're not going to win and they came back and won and that was really awesome and it was great but it feels like the exception, not the rule. Last night, I'm watching them down through, and I'm like, they're going to lose this game, and they lost this game. You know, like that's, and that's frustrating because, you know, it, it, they should be better. They should be better, and it's it's again, it's funny to say that because, like, you know, you've heard me talk about all the issues I have with this team, the roster depth, Girardi, this, that, whatever, the fourth, fifth star, and they do like those are holes and issues that need to be solved but at the same time like they're better than than what they put out there like the reason they lose on a night night basis when they do isn't usually because they're worse than the team they're playing right it doesn't it doesn't feel like a talent problem and again trevor rogers is nasty he was nasty last night he was tough to hit i get it but where are the tough at bats i mean he was like 75 pitches going in the seventh inning or in the deep in the seventh inning it's like where where are the tough at bats? Where's the grinding? Where's the that that eighth inning we saw on Tuesday night? Where is that for a full game? Right? Where is that for nine innings? Because we have those big innings. And when this team doesn't have a big inning, it feels like they can't score. It feels like they can't compete. It's like the the all or nothing of it all. Like chip away. 
Knock some runners in when they're on base. Get some hits to move runners along. Play small ball if you have to. I'm not the biggest small ball guy, but do what you got to do here to manufacture some runs, to create some runs, because, again, like, this team is not good enough to rely on its pitching. Like, every night, like, you can't do that. As good as your top three are, like, you got to support them. Like, I'm so tired of seeing Zach Wheeler go out and them score no runs while he's in the game or one run while he's in the game. Same thing with Eflin. Same thing with Nola. Like, score some freaking runs. When you got your big boys on, they'll win those games. The biggest advantage the Phillies right have right have right now compared to other teams, when you look at the roster, like they're, you know, similar, worse, whatever. But the biggest advantage they have is they have a top three that you can count on. And there are other teams that do, but a lot don't. A lot don't. And when those three guys go out and pitch well for you, even if it's six innings, two runs, like Eflin did last night, you gotta pick them up. Get his back. Win those games. Like, you got to win those games. Like, if they could just find a way to win their big three games, like, all of a sudden, you're, you're a playoff team, you know? <laughs> it's just because uh, it's just so frustrating because they're right there, and, and they just can't seem to put it all together for any extended period of time and give you any belief that they're a real contending team. All right, quick look at the standings uh, throughout baseball. We'll get to the NLEs last. Uh Red Sox, who are coming to town at the end of this week. So tonight, the Marlins, then three against the Red Sox this weekend. Red Sox having a great year out, out in front of the ALEs, 26-18. and 18. Uh, A game up on the Rays, who are 25-19. and 19. The Blue Jays, 23-18. and 18. And the Yankees, 24-19. and 19. So let's say this. Thank goodness the Phillies are in the NL East and not the AL East. So if the Phillies were in the AL East, they would be in fifth place with those teams. You know, they'd be ahead of the Orioles, uh, who are 17th, 25. But that's a tough division right now. Those four teams all within a game and a half of each other and all with winning records, all five games above 500 or you know or better. Um, so thank goodness we're out in that division. The L Central, the White Sox out in front by two and a half over the Indians. Um, Royals after that, then the Tigers. The Twins having just the season from hell, 14 and 27. A lot of people picked them as a contender for a wild card for the division that is not working out they are almost um you know one of those teams uh worst record in baseball uh but also one of those teams that might have already uh ruined their season you know that that might be too big a hole i would guess that's too big a hole to climb out of to be honest uh west the a's out in front half game over the astros those two handily out in front then it's mariners angels rangers those three all under 500 and will fade away astros a's will compete for that division central NL Central, uh, Cardinals still handily out in front, 25-18. and 18. A, a Cardinals team the Phillies have taken four of seven from. You know, that's something, right? Come on. <laughs> uh, Cubs in second, three and a half games back at the Cardinals. They're way out in front. The Brewers a half game back at that. Then the Reds and the Pirates, the AL West, excuse me, NL West. As you mentioned, Giants, best record, 27-16. and 16, Only a half game up on the Padres, though, have been great at 27-17. and 17, And the Dodgers, 25-18, and 18, so... All three of those teams out in front in the West have, uh, the Dodgers have the same record as the Cardinals. The Padres and Giants are better, so the West has the three best records in the National League, if you count the Cardinals and Dodgers as one being tied. Um, Diamondbacks and Rockies are already out of it. So, uh, And then you look at the NL East, the Mets still out in front, a game up on the Phillies, 20-17. and 17. The Braves, uh, the Phillies... You know, don't lose a game because the Mets lose two, so that was huge. That's good to see. Is the uh, you know, they lost the Braves though, so you know, win some, you lose some. The Braves three games back of the Mets, two back of the Phillies. The Marlins three and a half back of the Mets, two and a half back of the Phillies, and the Nationals three back of the Phillies, four back of the Mets in the NL East. So you know, again, like you look at those standings, and I think the big, 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 big takeaway 
is thank goodness we're not in the AL East and that it's still close. And again, that's why it's so frustrating because the Phillies can do something here if they just grab the bull by the horns. All right, look at tonight in a sec quickly. Another no-hitter last night. Corey Kluber throws one. Spencer Turnbull threw one the night before. Six no-hitters this season already? This is insanity. Insanity. Six no-hitters and it is May the 20th? What? Man, uh, later this week, maybe tomorrow, I guess, yeah, last year of the week, we'll probably uh, certainly coming up, get into some discussion about where the game's at with that and the pitching and what they need to do because it does, it feels like it's, you know, the, the the league average is like 230. You know, it's unbelievable. Teams are striking out 25% of the time. There are real issues with this. Um, and again, six no-hitters by May 20th. Back-to-back nights with no-hitters. It's starting to feel like the uh, the exception, not the or the rule, not the exception. And can we get a no-hitter in Philly? How about that? We've got guys who've come close. Let's get one here. That would be fun when everyone else gets one. But, yeah, we'll talk more about that tomorrow. But it's pretty crazy. Six no-hitters in May. All right, tonight, big one. Take the freaking series, Phillies. Velasquez against Alcantara, obviously had the, the advantage to the Marlins from a pitching perspective. But, you know, Vinny's been good lately. Can Vinny keep it up? Can he give us another one of those? It would be so huge. Need Vinny tonight against a good pitcher. And, hey, maybe the bats wake up. You know, score some runs. That'd be fun, right? Either way, we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow and to head into the weekend against the Red Sox. So a tough weekend coming up. It'd be really big if they can take this series tonight. Fingers crossed. Let's hope they make it happen. Until then, we'll be back tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.